0: What's up, y'all? It's Books to Bills Podcast. (laughs) This is my third time. So I figure, you know, come with something different, okay? So again, this is Books to Bills Podcast, a podcast for the young professional. It's your girl, Erica, hailing all the way from the ATL.
1: And it's everybody's favorite staff member, Shaq, coming to you from the beautiful state of Florida.
2: I'm so glad you were so cheery, Shaq good to see you friend
1: well it's good to be seen and not viewed amen
2: oh my god oh my god <laughs> this is perfect patty hailing he- all the way from tyler texas however i wish i was in la i done said this three times already y'all know why i wanted to be in la let's just move on we didn't have some technical <laughs> difficulties okay
0: oh i had a question so during our break Shaq, you want to introduce her
1: Absolutely. So during our break, one of our uh, faithful colleagues, Samora, tuned in to our Instagram live and she was able to bless us with a petty question for today. So it's it's along the lines, she says. So Samora asks, What do y'all do about friends who always complaining? They never got nothing happy going on. They just always upset. Do you stay friends, dump them or pray for them or a combination or something else? What do you do?
2: We're going to pray. Every day I pray. Yeah. So, yeah. let us pray. Um, I think that maybe you need to reflect and think, is this person negative all the time? Is this just a particular season in their life?
1: She said they always but, complaining.
2: Oh, well then, baby, that ain't no friend. What well, say you?
0: I oh, don't know. I've had friends who... um. This kind of had that complaining spirit on them. Couldn't always found something wrong with something. And honestly, I, I honestly do pray for those people and I, I give them what I have. But, you know, I don't exhaust myself because when people complaining like that and can't ever find nothing good or happy with something like. I'm not saying I don't think solely there's anything I can say to bring them out of that rut. They got a lot of work to do. So I ain't gonna exhaust all my resources, but I'll support as much as I can.
1: I had a friend who was doing it, um, and I, I mean, I, we've talked about it. He was just doing this about his job, and I was finally like, "Listen, don't talk to me no more. Nothing negative about that job. Everything we just gonna say positive stuff." um And I think so. And for for that specific instance, I was. It was along the lines of I'm saying. If you sit there and focus on all the negative, then, of course, all you're going to see is negative. And so if my friend was doing that, just like I told him, I would tell any of my other friends, hey, listen, all, all you're doing is complaining. You got to do a little bit more than that or just take a break from talking to me. You know, like, let's <laughs> think about X, Y, Z, because this that's just not helpful. I know sometimes I get in a pessimistic mood and I start seeing things like that and I try to catch it. Um, but for the most part, you can't be doing it. And your friends just got to go on and tell you.
0: No, I don't think that's real. And I've been in situations too where like, depending on the friend and how much me and that friend stay engaged, like it is a time where you can reflect on their behalf and be like, hey, I know it's not the best option for you right now, but think about what you said you wanted to do. You know, think about how this, even though it's not the best thing, think about how this makes something else easier for you to do. So I've definitely been in those situations as well.
1: Good question. Good question, Zamora. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much for that question.
1: Now we got the question, but we didn't get your answer. So now you got to go on. Tell us what you uh what you would do in that situation, or please maybe ma'am. you experiencing it. So just never mind. We're gonna leave it alone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, okay. So, Shaq, hmm? you have coworkers or students that listen to the sh- to the podcast, right? Yeah. What do they say about it? Or like, do have they changed and <laughs> how Oh, they no, no, treat no. You? It was
1: a friend. It was my friend.
2: Oh, okay, okay.
1: It was, yeah, it was a tier five friend that I was talking about.
2: Oh, oh, okay, okay. hmm I just need a little clarification. And they also
1: <laughs> listen to the podcast. I'm just not telling their name. Because <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to be like, oh, so-and-so was telling me they hate their job. And then somebody else here to be like, oh, you hate your job?
2: Okay right Well. okay go find a new one
1: go find a new one indeed.com thank you have a great day you know i don't <laughs> want them to find about it because i see something
2: but well obviously
0: do y'all have some social media reflections i know i have some of my own y'all know, tell us what you got so um i am over the facebook and i just noticed in general that there were a lot of not a lot but like consistently a few every day I was getting a notification that we have more followers so I was like you know shout out to whoever is looking around you know there and then I also just kind of want to go back in time after my trip to Alabama with my job I said that I wanted to be more serious about reading because it had never dawned on me that um, many of the people who come from came before me were not permitted to read and um so i wanted to read more and jerica shout out to jerica reached out and you know connected with that and wanted to read more and i just wanted to give a short update that i've been doing all right but not nearly as good as i want to so you know just shout out to the people out there that's trying to get back into reading who've been scorned by school and you know just trying to bounce back into the literary world amen amen what about y'all
1: one thing I'm thankful that y'all read because I don't. So between you and you then y'all do enough for me.
0: And Jasmine do ninety percent of it.
2: Uh, I'm tired of carrying y'all. I need to know your stuff.
0: <laughs>
1: uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. Jasmine that Jasmine that uh that teammate that's. When the boss sent out articles and stuff to read for professional development, Jasmine, the one who you start hanging around that week being like, did you read? Oh, what was he talking about? You got to ask him like <laughs> that, you know, get all friendly with him that week.
2: See what was going on. Get a little synopsis. Y'all, why am I? I'm a mentor for two nurses. And so I have to see all my calendar and stuff. Well, I have a folder for like um, articles <laughs> that my boss sent send me and i just put them in that folder and they was like what's that for i said oh well you know when you have downtime, you read a little article or something and they just looked at me like you would be the one
0: (laughs) do you really read them yes they be good i'm so glad i'm not in school no more because all them especially being in higher ed we used to get an article every other two every other two minutes i mean it used to be too many articles i'm like i can't read all of that but i did used to appreciate having to read articles over chapters when i had certain
2: classes okay i do prefer that
0: because they're short and sweet
2: check what you done had over there at twitter
1: not much has been going on on twitter but i do have something so my cousin um i don't know if y'all remember but like w- my last one-on-one that i posted i um i have a- added it to my facebook and like i just told it was about it was right before christmas and so i had a couple debates on there that i was talking about and that's how i got some attention Well, one of the people that saw it on Facebook was my cousin and he listened to the one-on-one and he was like, oh, let me, you know, try it out. So he listened to like another episode and he eventually told me how he went back and he started from the very first staff I mean, just listened to it because he felt like he connected with us and that he knew us and stuff. And so that was just like, really, uh, like, I really appreciate him. His name, Chris. So shout out to you, Chris, but I just really appreciate him for appreciating us. And then he also shared it on his social. Um, So that was uh, just pretty good. I mean, you know, people listen to you. Like, I know my friends, I know some family members, but still, when people come up to me and tell me, like, that they listen and, and they want to engage about it, it just makes me, like, I don't know, feel like a little celebrity, I guess. Hell, y'all gonna <laughs> be having me walking around uh-huh. here uh, with big head and shit. Like, I'm, um, you know?
2: No. Oh. All right, cousin. Hey, cousin. Right. Cousin.
0: Well, thank y'all for y'all's social media.
2: I've been really thinking about getting a Twitter.
0: Okay. This is what to say.
2: I've been using it, not using it, but I've been seeing like more and more, um, people post their Twitter thoughts to Instagram, and I'm like, man, maybe I should get on Twitter and keep up with the conversation. But can you imagine how fast it moves? How fast the conversation moves with that many people on Twitter?
0: Yeah. And you said you've never had a Twitter though.
2: I've had one. And it was beneficial. Like some of the connections I have now are because of Twitter. But, girl, I, done, I would have started a conversation and then three days later try to come back and pick it back up.
0: Yeah, I don't like Twitter now. I did engage in Twitter when I was in undergrad a lot. And I really liked it. But now, like when people send me stuff from Twitter, it's like you open it up. It's so confusing. It's so many, so many words on the screen. I don't know how to navigate it. It looks like a different language to me. It's too Twitter? much going on. Yes.
1: I love it. I've always said that I felt like Twitter was the most simple of all the social medias. And honestly, they do more now than they ever have.
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: I also saw something on Facebook. I don't know if it was on Facebook or where I saw it. But it was like, for young people, Instagram shows your appearance appearance, and like what you look like. And then Twitter... Shows what you really be thinking, therefore what you act like, and so you put them together, and those are your two socials. So you got your IG, your Twitter, and that just makes up the person. But then, like for old people, Facebook is pretty much both of that because old people ain't too comfortable on Instagram and Twitter, and then young people just don't even get on Facebook. So
0: I love Facebook.
1: I mean, we're also old. I at all. It's crazy to think about it that we're in our late thirties. I mean, skew oh, Jesus. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait That's a minute, not I did. Jesus.
2: I'm not even oh god, now, I know I
1: want to make it there one day, but That's I ain't there on? now. Whew. We are in late our late twenties. Late twenties, early thirties. And so
0: No one's in their thirties.
1: I hope some colleagues are.
0: All <laughs> oh, they're talking about of the show.
1: But yeah, so it's like interesting to see that.
2: Cool. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah. yeah, I mean
1: We know what you look like, Jasmine. Now we need to know what you act like.
2: Really? Do they? Is that what they need in their life?
1: Mm-hmm. Good See, that's gosh. what the people been needing. They, that's why people out here acting a fool. With their pants on the ground. See? Because you ain't been providing them what you supposed to be providing
0: them. <laughs> with their pants on the ground. You
1: got the people <laughs> wanna, out here wanting.
2: They don't want to know what I be thinking. I, especially seeing these clients or these patients. Have y'all ever been in a situation where you want to say, like, ooh, if I wasn't at work right now? Mm, yeah. I will tell you how I really feel. Yeah, I think so. Is that what Twitter's like? You know, you just tweet your feelings that you can't say in person? Yeah.
0: I feel like it could be a lot more honest, mm-hmm. a lot more just blunt and to the point. I don't feel like Twitter is for the fluff and being cute It's for, like, being real. Got you. That's how I always looked at it. Okay. Yeah.
2: Well, this is my, uh, I'm going to bring the weekly topic today. And it's going to be team culture. Like I mentioned before, um, I am a mentor to two new nurses. So we hired two nurses and we're going to hire, I think, two or three um, more team members here in the future. And so it had me thinking, like, what is our team culture? How do we know if someone's a right fit? Kind of that along that line. So my supervisor was intentionally creating an agenda for each day. You know, one day they met the whole team together. Then they had one on ones with supervisors and people in different departments. See who does what and really finding out the why behind it because that fuels how you work and what and how well you perform. And she even mapped out our communication styles. Like, pl- have y'all done that at work? Plotted them on a chart to see like who communicates how and that type of thing
0: we use strength uh finder so
2: yeah okay it's kind of a component
0: i can get the idea
2: so all the things come together and create your office culture how well you communicate and how successful you are when i looked into it it said In- investigations have shown a relationship between different types of team culture and team performance were equal over 100 teams were studied and revealed a significant association between internal process, team culture, and team task performance. So, Erica, what's your team culture? How would you describe it?
0: Like you know how people always uh, say, "Oh yeah, we a family. We seriously a family. Like we our mantra is we all we
2: got." What makes it a family?
0: Um, it's a really. Like safe space in that, like you can really be authentically who you are. At least I feel as though we've all been in 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 that space at some point, and like just really buried it all, and um have really changed my mind on whether or not you can actually be friends with your coworkers. But yeah, the honestly, the openness, the realness, is real chill. Like nobody's putting on for anybody. Nobody's competing for anything. Like. We just all chilling and supporting each other.
2: Okay. So y'all have a real lax team culture. Most of y'all are around the same age. Y'all are all black.
0: Except for we have one Latina.
2: Yes, one Latina. So what if your supervisor decided to, you know, hire Betty? Betty is 60 years old, trying to find something to, you know, ride retirement out. Little nice little white lady. How would that affect your team <laughs> culture?
1: A little nice little white lady. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Um, I think it would be very different because... I can only imagine like just thinking about the comments and everything that I hear from my parents and older people about how I have work from home days now and work in a very relaxed environment. They probably would think if they if people saw where I work and like what could be a fly on the wall, they would probably think we weren't doing a lot or they would probably see us just like interacting and doing other things in the midst of working. And I just wonder if 60 white and a woman aside. I feel like you would have to definitely have an open mind um, there, but then also know how to, you know, tighten up and do what you need to do when the time calls for it. So I think that it will be interesting to see how somebody, you know, of that demographic would be able to handle who we are. We're very young, very much so millennials, like to the core. So it would just be interesting to see what that generational gap would produce.
2: What about you, Shaq?
0: Well,
1: I wanted to go back to the first part when you first asked about my team. Okay, go ahead. Because I wanted to say that my team is very laid back. And when Erica was talking, that's what actually made me think about this. So yes, my team is very laid back. Uh, and in multiple ways, I feel like there's like this attitude and like the way that we carry ourselves. We've, we're have we laid back and like cool and it's been that way, like even, probably even before I got here. But even now we've gotten to more where we lay back, even when it comes to attire. So like we just kind of got a little bit, you know, and I'm like, OK, now I know that we're a little bit more laid back, you know, you know, so and so, you know, might do whatever come in the office a little late or something. They stay later, you know, stuff like that, that I feel like probably would would have been like the end of the world before. It's no longer that. So I really appreciate that. But how you just mentioned Erica, like everybody black. And so you can just let your guard down. I don't no, nah, I don't get to do that. And so i would be like, damn, well, wonder what that would be like to just be, you know, super, super comfortable. So I still do have a guard up if that m- means anything. Um, but at the same time, I feel like it's laid back. And I, I mean, I, I love being there.
2: I mean, you can't get it all.
0: You know what I mean?
1: I mean, that's very true.
2: Yeah. All right. Um, we house nurses in two different areas. And so there is like within the team, there there is office culture and then there's a separate office culture, if that makes sense, because yeah. they're broken up into two different areas. Yeah. And which that can throw off your team, especially if you only come together once a week, like us. It gets very difficult, but it made me think like about people who have one, one big area that they share with different types of people from different businesses. Like the, you know, when I went to see you, Erica, it was just people you did not even know what they did, but they were just there working. Yeah. So do they ever get to create an office culture?
0: Funny enough, I think that we have to some extent because, um, again, very laid back company. And so sometimes we, we have drinks at work. Um, and at the end of the semester, we were striving for a goal that we met a day and a half early. And so once we got on the phone with our boss's boss and we all announced that, well, they announced it to us, we celebrated, it was like take shots. And so we just, we, we are on this like little wing. And so everybody, we always loud anyways, cause we're one of the larger teams on that side. So we just are loud by nature and, um, in general, we just always talk to people. Um, we work like, we work right across the hall from t- three women who work for DeVry. and then right next to some uh some people who work for like some recruitment c- company. And so it's kind of like a a nice bubbly group in one setting already. And so when we end up having shots because we met our goal, we invited other people to come drink with us, play games. So we kind of have <laughs> and it was this moment where uh angie angie is one of the uh they're called uh, lab managers because it's called serendipity labs um and she was introducing this lady to come around and so she was like are you thinking the first floor or the second floor and we're on the second and so she was like i was thinking the first floor and in my head i was gonna be like girl no you want to be on the second floor up here with us because we have fun <laughs> up here you don't even <laughs> know. <laughs> Right. Even Angie, everybody, every lab manager we met, they like, oh, yeah, beyond 12, you know, they cool. So we kind of have created it. And our, our energy, our laxness has spilled over into other offices.
2: Me being a good influence. Yeah, it's been real cool. And one of the ladies was like, I didn't
0: even know y'all had a supervisor. And, she, I, and I don't know if <laughs> y'all because, been running around here like,
2: y'all crazy.
0: He crazy, right. I don't know if she meant because I thought your supervisor was just one of y'all or that she just didn't realize. I don't know. But she was like, I didn't think y'all had... I thought y'all were just out here. And I'm like, kind of to your point, Jess, and we are. Like, we are a separate office from our larger office. It's only eight mm-hmm. of us out here. And the other 40 people are in one office in their own space. And so, Mm. and we, the programs team, which is where the coaches sit, they're on two different teams, and we talk about it all the time between Oakland and uh, Atlanta, we operate very differently. It's some fundamental things that are the same, but like, it's very different when you see your CEO every day, or you see your boss's boss every day. We don't see any of those people, and not that we acting up, we are still very much so authentically ourselves when we meet them, but it's just very different, so.
2: Let's see your perspective. Check. (laughs) Shaq, what's your in his own little world.
1: I mean, because I'm listening and I'm being attentive.
2: You're attentive?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> <I
0: don't know. laughs> Lies.
2: So, Erica, no, uh, let me ask Shaq. So, Shaq, what do you bring to the team dynamic?
1: Well, when I saw this earlier, when I was jotting my notes down, I really had to think about it because I'm like, You I'm got kidding. notes? For all of the questions.
0: Yeah, he got notes. What? I do too. Wait, y'all, you? look, Bucs P- the Bills podcast is coming oh. back
2: in full effect. Because a because why people think enjoy. I'm
1: unprepared. I can't sort say I'm prepared. Um, one
2: time. Okay, continue.
1: Well, and I said that I think the thing that I bring to it is that I'm just, like, I, I make an effort to be myself because I think that that's what creates the office culture, if that makes sense, because, like, we are Absolutely. so different. And so I think about even the slight changes that we that have happened since I've been here, I'm thinking like, oh, that may be because of me. So like that we don't wear, I mean, that we are a little bit more relaxed with our attire. Is like certainly something that I have pushed for, be it me wearing something, you know, or even me (laughs) saying something I've pushed for it. And so in a sense, I think that our office culture is so liberal and it's becoming more and more that way as like old people leave and new people come, not necessarily any shots to those people, but it's of course, it's like, well, who the office is going to take, you know, the mold of the people who've been there the longest, unless you got that dynamic of a personality.
0: True.
2: Okay, so I think that I didn't choose to be my true self until I hit that three year mark, because still part of me is like, you still on trial here, you know, like (laughs) you could could get let go at any time. But that three year, three year mark hit. And I was like, okay, I could kind of breathe and relax and try to at least be myself and more comfortable. And hopefully it'll be stress free. Erica, have you ever felt like that? Like you couldn't be yourself?
0: Um, my full self certainly. Um, and I I, I'll never forget this. Um, I had my first internship when I was at um in high school at Young Brands, which is a company that owns uh Pizza
1: (laughs) Hut. Yeah, my friend, love (laughs) talking about this internship. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, Young Brands, Lord!
0: Shout out to Young Brands for giving me an internship back in the day. Okay. (laughs) But I had this internship, and you know, I went to performing arts in Dallas. It was definitely diverse, but still predominantly white. But definitely, the diversity in, in race and ethnicity was definitely easy to see. But nevertheless, I just had always been taught that, like, you know, when you go to a quote unquote professional workplace, you don't use slang. You don't use contractions like you speak quote unquote properly. And then when I got there, I started seeing all of these quote unquote professional people and specifically black people and well black people and white people using y'all. Now granted, y'all are from Texas. So that's just kind of like you that's that's a bypass. But in general I was taught you weren't supposed to do it. And ever since I saw it there, I was like, Why am I go jumping through all these hoops to make sure I don't use contractions or say y'all and they get to do it. And so from that moment, I just I guess I just looked at it very differently and just kind of tried to enter into spaces and to be as much as myself as possible. But recognizing that sometimes like if I chose to be my full self, it could come with disadvantages because people making, you know, speculating or whatever.
2: So here, January 2020, I want y'all to think about our listeners, listeners, our colleagues, you know, think about your team culture what you bring to the team culture, and if you want it to change, what things you want to do that, you know.
1: How do you change a culture Why are you just, so like, in it? Like, say, like, we all have this culture that we have just kind of found ourselves in, but we all don't like it. Or, like, a, you might not like it. or You know what I'm saying? Like, you haven't always been there, but you've gotten to this place. Like, what do you do? Because, I mean, other than, like, getting your ass up and getting a new job, I mean.
2: I know that we've fallen into an area where, we didn't like the team culture let's say we just got so busy that we lost the fundamentals of things or why we do you know why we do our work and we just had a frank conversation about it not like oh you did this and this and this just like hey you know it seems like we've lost um the idea that we're all still human and real people and need to get back to that and let's change this and that up you know so you can work more effectively
0: yeah. And I think it would, I think it is hard, you know, to change the office culture when you're in it. Um, but I think a big piece of that is like a lot of companies, like I'm pretty sure y'all seen on Facebook and stuff, how they saying a lot of these big companies are going to like four day work weeks or having remote work and things like that. And I think a lot of it comes from the top down, like already, like, I feel like at my company, like I walked into this flexibility, like, we haven't necessarily gotten anything new per se. And so I think starting off on that, that playing field has made it a lot easier to just to kind of have everything kind of go along that same lex behavior. But... Nobody's lax to the point where like our work doesn't get done. it's like but you chill ain't like, nobody breathing down your neck like it's just a very relaxed environment and it's just really proven to me because I think we all at some point have subscribed to like you have to be professional clothes to be professional to be successful and it's like nah I exceeded my metrics in some sweatpants and a hoodie and some slides. Mm-hmm. I'm good, you know what I mean and of course, when it's time to dress up, we clean up it's nothing. I was gonna do that anyway, so I think it just really breaks down those barriers to what has traditionally been described or defined as professionalism because it's it's irrelevant.
1: And I just want to say I am definitely an advocate for that four day work stuff because I think about I think about how my I do my work now and and how I have like my one of my well my grad student we work together on some stuff and I think like there are, there's a lot of things that we will talk about with each other in a meeting and like we'll go and be like okay here are your projects, here's what I'm gonna do for this, we're gonna get together and blah, 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 blah. But it never becomes anything until we are together, working in a collaborative setting, you know, formulating things for what it's going to be. I like to have meetings where I just do stuff. I don't like to go into meetings and talk about a plan for something. I like to go in the meeting and actually do stuff together. And I'm like, okay, we just got together, we did this, and we were so productive in this one hour because we had two people here and our brains are working. Ain't no way in the world I would have came up with all of this, even if you just had me sitting here all day trying to do it, you know? So I'm an advocate for doing things in less amount of time because people don't need to be at work that long. Hell, we stay, we at work way too
2: long. Very true. We're more at work than we are at home.
1: Do y'all realize that like like right now in this season, season, excuse me, I get less than 20 hours of daylight at home a week. That just don't make sense. Very much so. She really less than 10
0: and i'm i'm pretty chill right now but like in a couple of months that'll be the case for me too so yeah it's it's really interesting to think about thank you so much that was a great discussion on team culture would definitely love to hear from you all about um y'all's team culture any questions comments or concerns you may have about the episode you know where to like us and follow us and now we're gonna move into department updates. I'm first. So what in the hell happened? I fuck fo- I think I had two and I forgot to write the second one. But okay, I just have a question that I wanna, you know, ask, just get some feedback on. Is starting a conversation with how you doing, exclamation point rude? Do y'all think that's rude?
2: No, I thought he was excited.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, I had an interaction with a person today who said I was being rude by not saying hey first and so I indulged a little bit just to see, you know, if there was any anything I could glean from this moment. And um I was like, you know, how how are you doing? And they were just like, Hey and I was like, I asked you how you were doing. It was like, Well, you could at least say hey first and I was like, now I'm starting to regret asking you how you were doing. And I'm starting to see that you may not be doing that well. But I said, let me not speculate. So I said, okay, question mark. Hey, how are you doing? And then it just was like, I'm not having a good day. And I was like, obviously. You know, Mm -hmm. I didn't say that, but I'm like, obviously. So I was like, well, I was just, you know, that's when I Spongebob meme. I'm going to get up and be like, all right, then. I'm going (laughs) to... (laughs) <laughs> I said, all right, well, I hope you have a better day. And, you know, just hit me up when you, you know, when you feel like talking. And the person was just like, what's up? I was like, nothing. I just wanted to check on you. I said, it just threw me off when you insisted that I say, hey. And so they were just like, you know, I just think that's rude. We haven't talked in a couple of days and you start a conversation with how you doing. And I was like, I'm sorry you're not having a good day. Separate message. Because, you know, you got to send separate messages for separate ideas. And I wanted to make it clear that I was only apologizing for the fact, you know, in that way that you were having a bad day. Not for what I said. So I was like, you know, I could I would understand if I had addressed, started the conversation with can I have some money or asking you for something? Right. I said, but my hate was implied when I reached out to see how you were. I so I ain't trying to argue. I just want to make it an known.
1: Anybody that's anybody that got mad about that, they, you know. First of all in my opinion and i and I have no context, I don't know who this person is, but I will tell you to your face if you did that, you an asshole because you knew when they said "How you doing that that means hello right you you knew what that meant, so uh-uh, Mm-mm. I stopped I
0: was like, what that's like, okay, let's see
1: now, how you doing is one of those greens I think we talked about this where you got to be careful because you be expecting people to say doing good, doing well or something. Then when they be like, um, I'm not or something bad, you know, be and like, you in the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, I don't want to hear that.
0: Right. And it was weird th- too, because I was like, I took the high road. I was like, let me just, you know, I ain't gonna Let's just see. And so I was like, well, do you want to talk about what's going on? Like he was, and it was just like, no, I just, I was like, I just want to relax right now. I was like, all right, hit me up later. Bye. look like, Say less. Say less, because I at this point I I am probably like I don't even really want to talk to you no more. Because I was like, oh, let me reach out and say something. I was I really was excited to see how they were doing, and then you hit me because I didn't put a hang in front of it. I was like, you sound you you sound like you're having a rough day.
2: Okay, what tier of friend was this though? Mm. Even on the tier, not even no. I, I
0: don't think so. What,
2: what is a one?
1: A one for the you could you could say whichever one you want it to be. Typically, one for me is two many like a lot of folks. Five is the best.
0: Right, but like, tell me somebody. Tell uh, me about one. Is one. just
1: people that you know that you just like. You know them. You know. You is, that tender? Like, is that a Tinder?
0: Is that a attendee?
1: That could be attendee if you think yeah. So no, 10-D okay. a 10-D now attendee is attendee now. That's the that's the attendee. <laughs> you don't mix those up. But like a fr- a tier one friend is somebody who, you know, you spent some time together. You would go to lunch with them, perhaps. Um, but you, you know, you ain't finna just invite them over to your house on Christmas.
0: It's <laughs> so specific. Well, I guess for will take this conversation, is a tier one. It's somebody like I'm obviously interested in getting to know. Um, it's nothing like serious or anything like that. Just somebody that I'm talking to. Nothing serious. But I was just like, Okay
2: like this somebody you met on the app i
0: said attendee you what you want jasmine
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: to say i'm online dating and put my business out is what you want me to say you heard me say tendy <laughs> damn <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: i got off of the online shit you have y'all been seeing that uh, netflix series you yes
2: i have watched it yes
1: and and i don't do none online no more that's actually not why I did it, but I did it.
0: Do you have something else you want to say, Jasmine? No, I
2: don't want to talk to you no more.
0: <laughs> okay, well, good. I don't want to talk to you either. I'm going to relax. Baby, relax. Relax. That's the end of my department.
1: And that's the end of her department update. So Let's move right on to Florida, where we're going to hear from Shaquilla with the Bay Search. Uh, well i told y'all that i got off social media and stuff and all the apps i did put them away i did it before you actually but i just wanted to report give a little update on that that i feel a little good i say i feel well it's, i feel like i'm in this state of mental meditation like i just like i'm not trying to get nobody or something like that and and i feel like that's the way things come to you you know so my friend threw me an alley the other day so we'll see where they go but that's it. No, I'm just, you know. I'm only talking to people off of recommendations. I ain't talking to people off of <laughs> folks. <laughs> off of folks. No social media. Uh, uh-uh, uh, Nope. Somebody got to know them. So if this shit don't work out, I'm blaming it on somebody. You know what I mean? I'm not to be blaming Tinder. Because <laughs> it ain't work out. Well, Tinder
2: Do they have recommendations like, on apps? Yes. You can't
0: share somebody's profile with a
2: friend. Do they write you like. Erica is four stars.
1: No, you don't get to see that. No.
2: It's
0: just like well, Okay, the song, Jasmine,
1: the you ain't got to keep trying to flex. All oh, cause you
2: married and shit. Motherfucker trying to act like hey, they don't know what the apps some like.
0: Of the fuck out here struggling. I'm, I'm literally
2: intrigued they, they on what is happening with the young folks these days. Right, like she ain't never been on Tinder. I have not.
1: But you know what? On the, some of them hook up apps like like a grinder and stuff, they should put stars by people. So after you hook up with them, you can rate them so everybody else will know. Now that would be nice. I ain't on none of that. I'm just saying, if I was on, you know,
0: like that's messy. It's like right, my professor, the person who hate taking tests is gonna say so many tests, but the person who love that setup is like it's only three tests in the whole thing.
2: It's messy.
1: Yeah, but then that's the case. If you, I mean, either you look at the review or not, you still could talk to them.
2: I guess true. You can still sign up for the class. I don't know what they're gonna teach you.
1: Right. <laughs> okay. But that being said, I I do got a question because. The friend that's throwing me an alley, we talked about it. We exchanged social media. But y'all know I'm out of tune, too. And I feel like you can help me. So my question for y'all is, how do you properly slide into somebody DM? Like, if, you know what I mean? Like, what do you say? How do you come off? But you don't want to be too intrusive. You also don't want to be too thirsty. All of this shit that you got to be thinking about. So what is the proper DM sliding etiquette?
0: Well, Jasmine got married based off one DM. <laughs> one. So she can start.
2: Oh, well, OG, like me, what I did was um, <laughs> <laughs> I saw this picture, and when I saw it, I was like, damn, I have to message her. So I sent her on her own picture and was like, I like this. Um, you look really confident and happy or something like that. And that just sparked a conversation.
1: Well, I be damned.
2: That's all i <laughs> takes.
1: So you screenshot the picture and sent it back to them?
2: know you
0: the little arrow you can just send it oh to okay mm-hmm. oh you just messes meshes what, what did picture. you say
1: verbatim i want to do that i'm gonna send it
0: <gasps> you say what you
2: could go back you could scroll back that far
1: yeah i'm finna send i'm finna send what you say i'm literally got my phone out on instagram right now
2: get your phone out so who you gonna send? what you gonna send to who
1: what you told nikki that's what i'm finna send that's what I, <laughs> it's baby that's a tried and true dm so that's what i need <laughs> <Tried> <laughs> that's tried and true
0: why would you
2: not give it to him
1: that's a dearly beloved type of dm that's what i need that's what you
2: need you know she did print out our screenshots from like when we first started talking and put in a little book that was my little wedding gift it was really cute
1: even more reason so you can just go get them and show me
0: right are (sighs) you just not gonna do it
1: you see how people is y'all you see how people is? we sitting there
0: asking, what does Tinder do? Do you slide right or do you do you instant <laughs> message on it? What are you doing? What are the apps doing these days?
1: Right. People will try to play, you know. though. They, they really will.
0: Straight up play you.
1: So why Jasmine go get you? that? Because I'm literally finna yeah. take that. Oh, look, already back. Okay. Okay.
0: Uh-uh. Go ahead, Erica. I
2: want to hear what you got to say. Uh,
0: about sliding somebody DMs. Mm-hmm i don't know i think you treat it just like you would tinder in my case because like i'm i like when i reach out to somebody like i'm legitimately like am interested you know I'll, I'll read their profile and reference something in it and so i think for instagram you can do the same or reference a picture as jasmine has so
1: we gotta have a reference to what what we can see
0: yeah tied tie, tie back in tied back in and so that's what i typically do um I don't know. I just I I respond to something that they posted
2: I'm like that. Hmm. I don't think it has to be complicated
0: at all.
1: But the thing is, is everything else that I have that that has not been complicated, I walk away and I'm still single.
0: <laughs> Traveling there, friend.
1: I also don't know that if I've even painted myself as a person that wants to be in a relationship. Like I don't know how to paint that picture sufficiently.
2: Have you come to terms with that you want a relationship? Absolutely.
0: Well, this is what I told a guy the other day. I'm going to read the verbatim. He asked me, was I I thinking about, did I want something serious? And I was like, you know.
1: Okay, you going to read it or you going to remember it? (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm gonna read it. I thought my comp my computer, my phone stalled on me and didn't load as quickly as I wanted to. So this is me. So that's the worst when my friend be about to
1: read me a DM or something or read me right. what they you know, and then they be going slow. Like, nigga, are you reading it?
0: Figure it out I'm here. I'm here for real though. Um, but he was like, what are you looking for? And I was like, I'll be honest. Some days I want an exclusive relationship, but I've wanted that for so for a long time to no avail. And sometimes I just want a casual relationship, nothing serious, somebody to kick it with and hang out. So I, it just depends. Like, and I just feel like at this point, you know, I am not going to put, I don't mind putting energy into a relationship. Like in general, like when you start talking to somebody, but I'm not about to be, you know, the energy level, energy outputs are not about to be unequal. If somebody's giving me the energy and they give it back and they turn it turned into something serious, hey, but I'm not going out here surveying and questioning, probing, and marking <laughs> people off the list and everything, sending people through an application interview stage. I'm not doing it. If somebody showed me that they want me, because I, I know I can put the energy out, the, the issue is I don't get the energy back. Hmm. So I'm tired. I'm just going to live my best life and paint my house.
1: <laughs> you better paint your house friend
0: so is that all you are gonna give us
1: oh I had some more to talk about but I was waiting on Jasmine to go back and tell me what she said I really got this DM open
2: oh yeah I wanna know who he's sending it to but anyway I just said uh, this is my favorite heart emoji you you are so confident
0: <sighs> okay
2: that's it <laughs> type it up you
0: got a picture friend Do. Okay, you got to keep... All you right, next,
2: keep us look, next uh, team meet, we're going to have to see what we'll come of it. Okay.
0: Okay. Hey.
2: Not right now. We really got a base shirt going. Hey, man. At Books the bills, we
0: about
1: that what? Action. Action. Anyway, so the other two things that I was going to talk about was, I just want to shout out my Razorbacks. You know, we're basketball school. Um, so my... Razorback basketball team is doing pretty well right now And y'all don't understand how I have longed for this moment all my life I hope that I'm not living (laughs) in the dream And I hope that we really are good And going to stay good the rest of the season But we were doing really good But next podcast I'm going back to old school Let's see who didn't really listen We're going back and I'm going to do a uh, millennial music mashup It's been a while, I want to hear a little music I want to do it, so I'm doing one Y'all send me a tune, something that you that's old school, like a classic song. We can talk through. We can remix. We doing it next week. And if y'all don't send me nothing, damn it, I'm going to Blue. i go to Johnny Taylor or something. But we finna. miss <laughs> to the music. We finna. All right, and that's then. all I got to take Of My time is
2: up. Up, up. All right. Well, Nurse J has been reading uh, Just Mercy.
0: Are you reading it? Have you watched the movie?
2: No, I haven't yet. I'm going to finish reading it and then we'll go watch the movie. Okay.
0: Does Nikki read with you? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool.
2: She reads some things with me. Some others, she's like, no, you can have that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But we are reading uh, A Woman in the Window, or The Woman in the Window. Man, I want to read- You need to get into audiobooks. I just feel like that's cheating. Well, that's between you and your God.
1: I don't understand how a person wants to read but doesn't read. Like, I don't read because I don't want to read.
2: <laughs> and that's fine.
1: Sometimes, Okay, never mind. I just lied because sometimes I do want to read. I get it. Never mind. I tried to play you, friend. Yeah.
0: It's okay. Tried. Yeah. I just be so tired and I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's because I look at a computer screen all day and talk on the phone all day that, like, I don't know. I, d- I do need to force myself because usually, though, when I start reading, I'm in it. You know what I mean? But it's just that initial, I got to get through a couple of pages and then I'm stuck.
2: Mm-hmm. Got to find you a good one. <sighs> I'm going to
0: work on it.
1: I like to read black stuff. That's what I need to Michael.
2: read.
0: Mm-hmm. Black stuff?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh. Did you guys see that they posted uh, Nipsey Hussle's book list? He wrote a book? He didn't write a book, but books that he's been listening. I mean, you know, he was reading or working recommend those type of things.
1: His book list.
2: Yeah.
0: Book list. I thought you said booklet. Mm-mm. Oh. No, that's really cool.
2: I'll have to share
1: with you. Well, maybe that'll also be a good thing that that encourages people to read. You know, like people who need to be reading. I mean, I need to be reading too, but you know what I mean.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what i mean <laughs> The people who really, who really don't do. usually read that's cool
0: i know i have to go back and look at it <laughs> y'all listen to episode <laughs> <laughs> we to go ahead.
1: Nurse jay. Yo,
0: you did the episode you did it so you ended. it stop what you finish huh? i said you did oh. the episode today so you
1: when it. we gonna hear from nurse jay again
2: no hey, we want to talk
0: medical stuff.
1: Yes. General the people, The people need to be saved. They need to be healed and set free.
2: Y'all ain't pay, you know, pay y'all last amount. Y'all pass, due. Y'all got a fee sheet.
0: Come out on our co-pays.
2: Yeah. Erica, you wow. been, you shut off.
0: I thought I was on the family plan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: they don't pay. All right. Well, guys. Thanks for hanging in there with us. It's been a long, a long recording uh, session.
1: Very long. But All I'm right.
2: proud of
0: us, y'all, because it used to be that our episode used to be an hour and a half, and it's been about an hour and a half, and we have started this recording three times and still have a. It's going to have about a 50, 48 to fifty-two minute recording. I'm proud of us. We did that.
2: We did that, and uh, we also right, are doing Facebook and Instagram at Books to Bills Podcast. <laughs> Twitter mm-hmm. and books to bills, <laughs> and you can email me, Perfect Patty from Books to Bills podcast at gmail.com Hope y'all have a great week.
1: Work it out. Say you got a gas bill due. Oh, oh, Work it oh, out. Gotta oh, make a life bill due. Work it
2: out. Oh.